Hey guys, welcome to the You Make the Scene podcast. My name is Josh, and this is episode number 74. This week on the episode, I speak with Mikey from the band Written by Wolves. Uh, They're this awesome little outfit from New Zealand. Um, Really, you know, I've said this about a few bands, especially lately, but really kind of transcends genres and they've got some stuff that is you know pop punk they've got some stuff that is a little edgier they've got some stuff that would clearly just be a rock song um but yeah this conversation was awesome i really appreciate mikey taking the time to do this obviously me being in indiana and him being in new zealand Uh, making sure those time zone differences work out and all that Uh, but yeah it was really fun we talked about the digital age of music and how much it's changed since we were growing up when albums and cds and even cassettes were still a thing Um, and how you know spotify and Amazon and Apple and and all the streaming services have drastically changed the way the music industry is operated now. Uh, We talked about writing music and recording during COVID, uh, especially in New Zealand where there was a very strong lockdown at the beginning. Um, And we talked about new music and getting to partner up with Kellen Quinn for a single. Uh, As you guys know, I'm a big fan of Kellen Quinn and his guest spots because I think he really kind of, and I think I said this in my conversation with Mikey, you know, he's, he doesn't have to take on everything. Kellen doesn't have to appear on a bunch of stuff. So when he takes on a project and, and contributes to a single or whatever, it's really because he sees something in that band or that song and wants to contribute. So I think it's a huge testament to to Written by Wolves to have a guest spot like Kellen. Um, Mikey still says that they're a, a small band. I would say they're an up-and-coming band, but I wouldn't call them a small band by any means. But yeah, let's dive into my conversation with Mikey from Written by Wolves. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with that introduction then. Right on. Uh, my name is Mikey and I am the lead singer for a New Zealand based rock band written by wolves. Uh, we, uh, we're down here all the way down here in New Zealand. Um, we, uh, have just released a, a brand new track, uh, called help me through the night, which features none other than, uh, than, uh, the badass Callan Quinn himself. Um, yeah, we were, uh, we're very, very excited about uh, getting over to you guys when this world finally opens up again, and we can finally do that. Uh, it's been a long time coming, and uh, it is about time that we get to come in and get sweaty with you all in person. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's the crazy thing, right? Like, it's really only been give or take a year now, but it just feels like it's been forever since anybody's been able to travel. It just feels like the, like the whole world has changed, man. It's like there's just this different sort of i mean literally as you say a year ago if we yeah. if, if 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 we'd like if, if if i'd said to you what was going to happen a year ago you would literally hit 
in record now and you would get <laughs> right. rid of me. You would bump me from this from this <laughs> podcast straight away and be like, this dude is an absolute nut job. I am not putting this on. This guy is an idiot. Yeah. Um, because it's it's that crazy. Like it's that um it's that that unexpected and that nuts. And it's only been a year, but it's 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 been a it's been a year, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um correct me if I'm wrong, but New Zealand went through like really strict lockdown for for all of that, right? Yeah. So we did um so I mean We've been kind of lucky and, and kind of not, I suppose. Um, we're lucky. We're, we're, we're a country of, like our whole country is 5 million people. Um, we're isolated. Uh, we're down like, we're literally like a three hour flight from Australia. So wow. you, yeah. can't, you can't get here unless you're flying here, right? right. Um, we did like a really hard, about three month lockdown, which kind of eased at various times. And, and there, were, there were sort of various restrictions as that went on. Um, but it basically meant that, I mean, we had this kind of, we managed to create, I suppose, a perfect storm in the sense that we uh, could stamp the virus out here, uh, wait it right. out. Any, anyone who comes into the country has to go into two weeks managed isolation in a hotel, which has meant that we got to open up before anyone else. So we've, um, uh, we, we currently have no cases in, in New yeah. Zealand, um, apart from in managed isolation, uh, which has meant that, you know, we get to, we're still playing gigs. We're doing all sorts of things, but uh, yeah, we're kind of business as usual apart from travel, which is yeah. in, in a country that is an entirely, you know, a, a huge, huge part of our economy is tourism. So right. if you were, <laughs> as soon as you take the rest of the world out of it, it's like, oh yeah, we're open. Oh yeah, but we can't do everything that we do. Okay. Uh, so right. yeah, so for a little, a little bit of backstory about how New Zealand went there, I suppose that's kind of that's where we're at. So yeah, we we went through some pretty hard lockdowns, and and we basically, if it kind of like Australia is going through now, like I don't know if you've seen what's happening in Melbourne, but yeah, um, if you get, you know, if there's small amounts of cases creep in, we kind of lock down again pretty hard, get rid of it again, and then kind of go back to normal. Um, yeah, which is you know there's there's various ways that things have happened, but that's just what's happened for us. And it meant that we got to play, um, you know, we've got to play festivals and things like that over summer. I, you know, summer's flipped here with the Southern Hemisphere. It's right. <laughs> Man, yeah. working out no. time zones and, and, and all of that stuff is yeah. just, that's entirely my life these days. <laughs> yeah. And you probably have them memorized now though, right? Like, okay, uh, he's I'm, in the US, he's got to be here. <laughs> I'm, I'm close, like, I'm, I'm, but it, it's, it's working out where everyone is in the US and then which, because not everywhere does like daylight savings. So working right. out like who's in daylight savings time and who doesn't do daylight savings and then going, okay, no. So I'm right. Oh no, I'm an hour out. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty right. nuts. Um, like people go, Oh, when's a good time to do this year? And the first thing I ask, like, where are you first? Like what, what time right. zone am I working <laughs> this out in? <laughs> yeah. And honestly, we run into that even within the country, you know, I'm in Indiana, so I'm on Eastern time. But the same uh -huh. thing, like sometimes we have daylight savings time, sometimes we don't. And then it's like, okay, I've got a band in California. Yeah. Okay, wait, what time is it there? Like, how do I, you know, yeah. make this math work? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 tricky, man. And it's really easy to get wrong. Like I've um mm -hmm. like I've got some so so wrong and have like been sitting there and like it's been, I mean it's kind of fine at the moment because you're setting up like Zoom calls and things. And I suppose for me, I generally am anyway, with you know, if I've got right. a meeting or or an interview. And you kind of send a time and they go, oh, no, I've got that wrong. I've got that really wrong. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's, 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 it's better than turning up at a cafe an hour early, I suppose. 
Yeah, I mean, it, there, there's definitely much worse things that could be happening. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about the fact that you guys, like you said, other than like tourism, it's kind of business as usual. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, for the US, it was interesting because nobody could tour for quite a while. And even now it's barely starting to really creep back in. So yeah. it really leveled the playing field here. Do you feel like it kind of leveled the playing field for you guys as well, since so many artists couldn't be on the road and doing stuff? Yeah, I suppose it kind of, um, in a sense, it kind of helped us as a band get kind of get things organized, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the biggest step for us at the moment, and to, to, to go to that next step, I mean, our, our biggest territory by a, by a mile is the U.S., um, and 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 following that is is the UK and and Germany and and kind of Europe and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, it it kind of the next thing that we have to do is tour, and we have to get over there soon. But obviously, the moment that that couldn't happen, it just meant that we had to just continue to grow in other ways and really push hard in those territories that we are looking to tour and and then in the near future, um, and try and build as much as we possibly can to ensure right. that when we do, people are people are ready for us. Um, so it's, it's been kind of weird in a sense, like going, knowing what we needed to do next, but then knowing that we couldn't do it. So going, all right, now what's the plan and how do we make sure that when we can do this, we're good to go. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's lots happening at the moment and there's lots behind the scenes. And I think it's, you know, there's kind of weird side effects of, of anything. There's any, any negative thing that's going to have positives that come out of it. And I right. mean, you just have to look at all the new music coming out right now. Like, I, I don't know what, um, what, uh, what you listen to music on, but uh, I mean, I, I still using Spotify and I just, my release radar this morning was epic. Yeah. <laughs> it's Friday here. Sorry, by the way. Um, yeah, no, it's fine. Mine, mine comes out tomorrow. It's all right. Yeah. 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 Sorry, man. Well, I'll tell you what, Friday is going to be a hell of a day for you. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I mean, I think that there's, there's two, there's two things for me that, that for music have, have, have been so rad it's like everyone's had this time to sit and create and there was nothing else they could do so there's this this insane amounts of, of of epic epic stuff coming out but also and you guys are going to start to experience this soon and, and i just I, i'm i'm jealous to be honest of, of what it's going to be like for you guys but the 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 general feeling at a show at the moment um in new zealand is just it's phenomenal. It, it, it's different to what it was pre-COVID because I think people have realized like just how lucky we are and, and to be right. able to do these things. And, and they're so grateful that it's like, we, we played a festival and there was, um, it, was, it was packed before we, we, we actually opened this particular festival and it was packed like you couldn't move before we, we came on and we were the opening band. Like I've right. never seen that before at a festival in my life. Yeah. Um, and, and just the general vibe is like this. People are so excited to go. Like, it's just, it, it, it's amazing. And like, you know, shows used to be incredible, obviously. Like, let's, let's, let's not kid ourselves. They weren't boring. Right. Um, like, you go to a rock <laughs> show, you're having a good time. But yeah. I think there's just this general sort of feeling in the air when you go to them at the moment. And I, it, like, I, I just, I am so excited for what you guys are about to witness over there because it's going to be on such a scale that it's just going to be 
insane. Like you're about to probably witness some of the greatest shows that you will ever see because these artists as well have, have had all this time to sit there and plan a what they're going to do with their show and b just the, it's like going to be letting tigers out of a cage. They're right. just going to go nuts. <laughs> yeah, no, and that, that's something I've said to a lot of artists over the last year is you know like when live music can come back like. I think we're going to see such a resurgence because I think it's been, you know, again, I've been doing this for 16, almost 17 years now. So I've seen kind of some peaks and valleys and things like that. And I think we've been kind of in this, we're taking music for granted, especially live shows. Yeah. And yeah, there, I mean, you still have good turnouts, but like, yeah. there were so many, even my friends that are like, well, I only like one band on that card. I'm not going to go. And I don't think that's going to matter anymore. No, no way. It's going to be, you mean I can go and do something? I'm in. What is it? <laughs> you yeah. mean some people, some people are like going to be playing Monopoly on the street? I'm going to go watch. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, it's going to be crucial to the industry um, to see that, that lift. Right. So hopefully, you know, I'm like you, I, I still use Spotify as my primary streaming service. Mm not going to talk super bad about them you know like they they're a necessary yeah. evil right so well um, like I, I i can't say anything bad about them whatsoever like any success that we have had is is really because of spotify's algorithms putting us in front of people so there is that yeah. you will not hear a bad word out of my mouth because uh i i can sit here in new zealand and i can make music and i can have i can physically not come and play a show to you guys right now the biggest territories, you know, the biggest territory in yeah. the world for me right now is the United States. And that wouldn't be happening without the likes of Spotify and YouTube and things like that. So, man, I, I mean, I know, you know, people can have their gripes, but for me personally, I, I gotta, I gotta throw up my hands and say, thank you. <laughs> right. Well, and, and so that's, that's kind of the way I've always viewed it is, you know, I, I call it the necessary evil because there are so many artists that aren't happy with the payout algorithms and, you know what the cpms are and all that like not to get super in depth on that for for yeah, yeah. you know casual listeners but yeah. you know it, fine maybe you're not making your royalties that way even though streaming's the big thing but if those people are in turn coming out to shows and buying merch and and that sort of stuff wasn't it worth anything that you made there you know yeah it's it's it's, it's always going to be like a tough catch 22 isn't it like there's always going to be that side of the coin and i suppose for us as as up and coming independent artists we are just lucky that we can get like the bottom line for us is that where we're getting recognized and we're getting found by people which is yeah that's the, i suppose and also that's the hardest thing in this world right now because it's so accessible and there's so much music because you can physically do this um right and so you know how do you cut through that but you know to be to be put in front of people like that and to be able to have have a listenership overseas that we have never played to. It kind of blows our minds every day. It's like we're living this kind of crazy dream uh, yeah. where we can have fans all around the world that we have not seen and played to yet. Goodness me, when we do it, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> but and and you know, it goes into as well. Like Spotify doesn't charge you to put your music on there. You know, like I pay nothing to host my podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Any of the streaming services, really. So like whatever they want to give me, fine. But like you were saying, the amount of exposure I'm getting off of it, who cares? You know, I, yeah. I'm the same way. Like I have no idea why, but the U.S. is my biggest, which makes sense. Uh, but after that, my number two is Romania somehow. And yeah. I have no idea why, but it's like, 
I've never been to Romania. I've never talked to anybody from Romania, but for some reason they love the show. So that's right. I can't man. complain. You know, it's a, it's it's a beautiful time. I mean, obviously, you know, like we were saying before, with any with anything, there's a positive and there's a negative. But I think that's like the connection that you can have worldwide right now is 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 quite incredible. Like I can't I can't physically touch you guys right now, but I can like write songs and you can find them and 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 you know it 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 is it's phenomenal man it's it's such a yeah. cool thing it's and sitting like in into the getting into the back end of where where your listeners are and, and where your viewers and stuff are is it's so cool man like i, I spend hours on it just yeah. kind of working out plans and strategies and, and and just kind of getting lost in it going wow that's so cool <laughs> yeah well you know they'll let you dive super deep into those numbers so for for people that are listening like this is I think coming out of COVID, those analytics are going to be huge when it comes to booking tours and stuff. Like I can tell you exactly what cities are going to show up based on listenership. Oh, absolutely, man. I, um, I've been talking to a promoter in a particular city at the moment, um, which I won't go into until things are announced. But uh, <laughs> he said, what's your numbers? And I sent them through and he said, cool, we'll do something. You know, like it was just, yeah. and that was it. He just wanted to know what my Spotify numbers were in that city. And he was happy with yeah. them. And we're, uh, it's, it's, and, and that's just it. You can break it down and you can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's exciting. And it's, it's cool that you can do that. You can kind of tie right. it and pinpoint like Chicago for the life of this band has been our, our main city it has been our number one city for the life of this band. I don't know why. I don't know what, what algorithm hit, hit Chicago, but for, for right. forever and a day. It has been Chicago, so goodness me, I cannot wait to make it there. Honestly, they they've always had a pretty good like pop punk and and rock scene. Um, so they're about give or take three hours away from me. So I get up there, you know, as often as I can. Um, right but you know, you have you have bands like Fallout Boy that came out of Chicago. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Rise Against came out from That's Chicago. Right. So like, there's so much. Did I read something the other day? Am I? Did I did I get punked or did I read something the other day that there's like a um there's gonna be a public holiday in Chicago called Rise Against Day or something uh, like that? It's been there's like a petition or something going around to to make oh. it one of their holidays. But yeah, it's oh. they're really trying it. <laughs> That's so dope, man. I am um, I'm one of the I, like I kind of am one of those people that is is uh, um. I read headlines often, which is quite right. bad. I know because like the headlines are often so misleading, but I remember yeah. reading that one going, Oh, that's amazing. And then I ran off and did something else and I didn't yeah. um, actually read the story. Uh, but yeah. I thought that was such no, a they're, cool they're really pushing for it. They're really <laughs> pushing for it. So... Story, I'm going to, I'm yeah, going to come and, and like, play. I, I, I want to go to Chicago on rise against day. I want to, I want to have a, I want to see, I want to yeah, do that. Right. <laughs> and, and like, honestly, in the U.S., New Zealand, wherever, like the only other band I can think of that would ever have that kind of potential, like that just comes to mind that somebody would do. It would be like back in the day, the Beatles or Queen, right? Like, how That's do you right, man. how do you just have a day in a city? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I suppose like in a hometown, maybe maybe there could be like maybe once upon a time they might have thought of a, a Beatles day in in Liverpool, but uh, yeah, 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 it's that would that's that would be a pretty crazy honor man to get a public holiday in right. honor of your yeah. band that's like yeah, that's it, that's that's one to put a plaque on the wall for i reckon but <laughs> and it's one of those like nobody can really compete with you on that right like once that happens yeah, yeah, i've yeah. won game's over yeah. 
Yeah. What, 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 what have you done with your life? I got, I got you guys a day off work. <laughs> right. right. Absolutely, man. Um, so yeah, let's, let's dive into music. You know, we've talked a lot about around music, but we haven't gotten into your music specifically. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you kind of brought up COVID gave you time to sit and write and focus on music. What was that like for you guys to, you know, being in a little bit more of a strict lockdown, especially at the beginning, were you guys able to, you know, connect via Zoom, Dropbox, that sort of stuff? Or how did that go for you? Yeah, it was it was interesting, man. Like I um, I mean, the one of the biggest positives for me was that I I'd never really um like I'd using recording software and like I always wanted to set up a, a studio at home. Um, that was that was one thing I'd always planned on doing. But it was probably one of those things that in the back of my mind, I knew I might not really ever get around to, which I, I know I know is a terrible thing to say, because it's like, you think if you want to be good at what you're doing, get good at everything, you know. Uh, but uh, so my one of my um, one of my jobs that I do here is I'm a, I'm a session singer. So I, uh, I do a lot of um, singing for, for various things around the country. Um, yeah. One of the companies that I work for came to me and went, uh, right, we're going into lockdown. I've, I, I, do you have a studio at home? Are you set up to be able to record? And I said, oh, look, I'm going to make it my lockdown project kind of jokingly. And he said, no, no, no. How serious are you on that? Because uh, I've got X amount of ch- uh, things that I need you to record and it, like, and it has to happen. I was like, okay, so, so what kind of timeline? Give me a timeline. He was like, you got 24 hours. So I quickly like raced out to, uh, it's called Kmart. It's kind of like our version of Walmart. Um, yeah. Grabbed everything I could possibly get, like, ordered all this stuff online for click and collect for, for like microphones and, and interfaces and things like that to get set up. And then I just sat watching YouTube t- tutorials for like 24 hours straight of how to use Pro Tools and stuff like that. And was literally recording my first session the next morning, um, which was so, I mean, long story short, it meant that I got a, uh, I got to it. So one of the first singles that we released in lockdown was any, uh, any second, which I recorded the whole thing from my, um, my home studio, which was like, which was tough for like our mix engineer because he was used to getting these really you know epic epically recorded and, and already like, <laughs> edited and, and 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 done vocals and i kind of was sending them this, this home job of like this is i'm, I'm getting better at this man i promise <laughs> you know, so, uh but you know that was that was a huge moment for me like that was that was a real achievement that i um like whilst I, I know the quality wasn't quite, I mean, the, the, the end quality of the track was amazing. Like we were right. you know, pumped with what we, the way we could shine that up and make it and make it epic. But whilst I know like the, the recording quality itself wasn't quite as good as, as what we would usually have at, at that stage of, you know, at the vocal session yeah. stage, when that came out, I was kind of like, that's, that's a, that's a new skill. You have done a new thing. And that is, that is so, so cool. And I think that's one of these like sort of COVID stories that kind of comes out. There's going to be so many people that have come out of this, with new skills, the amount of people that I've talked to them, like, oh yeah, I've been studying this, or I've been studying that. I just got this this diploma or this 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 certificate or whatever, like just upskilling because they could. They obviously didn't have kids because I've got uh, two right. young kids, <laughs> and that was like that was absolutely nuts. My, I've got a two year old now, and he was uh, like eighteen months at the time, and my now five year old turned four in our lockdown. And they were absolutely crazy. So yeah, that's that's why I only managed one skill um, over lockdown. <laughs> growth is growth, though, man. You know, and it, it, it gives you a new appreciation, right? Like you now know what it really takes to do that stuff. So to see yeah. someone that specializes in it, it's like 
holy shit, you know, like yeah. I can do this, but man, you're just taking it to that next level. Oh, and and that's just it, man. I like I've I've kind of grown up in studios. Like it's it, recording has been my life um, for a very very long part of it, and so I've got really good relationships with a lot of engineers in in Auckland, and I'm, I'm really comfortable with them. So it's like I'm so used to them being able to them knowing my voice so well that they they know what they're looking for and they're editing as they go and they're doing this and that and the other thing. So the moment that I had that stripped away and I had to do it all myself was quite terrifying like I, i'm yeah. so like it, it was really like an entirely new experience and something entirely different because uh, you know I, I took away that kind of i suppose safety blanket of, of the person that you know these people that know me really well and know how to make me sound good um, and know when i'm doing things well and what they need to get out of me i kind of took that away and went okay right. so so these 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 geniuses that make me sound good um how do i do it myself <laughs> yeah uh, which which was cool and and i was very excited to go back to them when we were out of lockdown and, and go hey um can you do some stuff too <laughs> right but i now have but, and I, I yeah i was gonna say i think that the key though now is demos are just that much better right because you know how to do some of that so you can fine-tune a demo and then pitch it and go hey guys this is the direction we want to go yeah, for sure, man. And, you know, if anything crazy happens again, I mean, it's just something that I've got now. You know, I've got, yeah. I've got a studio at home now and I can use it, which is like, and I, and I suppose in a way I have to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say be thankful because I'm not going to be thankful to a global <laughs> pandemic that has absolutely like torn apart the, the world. Um, but like, you know, that, that's, that's been quite amazing. Like that's something that I, as I say, like I kind of knew in the back of my mind, I would probably never get around to this. Like, until right. something kind of pushed me into it, which I know is a horrendous thing to say. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I got to do that. And now I've, you know, now it's on me to make sure I actually get good at it and sort of upgrade my gear and things like that. But, um, but yeah, that was cool. But anyway, from your story, <laughs> from your question, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, this is, this is what I do, man. I just rant in these things. So uh, it's all know, good. Just, just cut me off when you get annoyed of hearing me talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no, we got to write some cool stuff, man. Um, one of the guys that um, one of the main writers in the band, Davey, um, he uh, had a kid on the way at the time. Um, so he kind of had this deadline in his head of like, you know, he had to get as many tracks written as he could before the kid was born. Um, you know, he had all this time. Um, so he just was firing stuff at me left, right and center. And I'm still working through that backlog. Like that's just, <laughs> that's just how creative and crazy he got knowing that he had this sort of time pressure of, of you know, not having time soon. And I having less time, I'm still kind of working through everything, like trying to put ideas down to all of this stuff. But it's it's been amazing. It means we've just got we got we've got this kind of backlog of stuff that we can work on, which we probably wouldn't have had otherwise, which is it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, for you guys, how does kind of that writing process go? Do you normally lay down like some guitar riffs and, and whatnot first, or is it I know what the vocal melody is gonna kind of be or lyrics or how does that work is, for you? This, this band is kind of one of the, this is like the most different writing process I've, I've ever had. Um, so all of us have been in, in, in plenty of bands before and, and we've been doing this for quite a long time. Um, but so when we started this band, the whole idea behind kind of all of it was that we were going to do things differently to what we'd ever done before. Um, you know, it was all about smashing genres together, trying to, trying to do things that we felt uncomfortable with, trying to do things that kind of scared us maybe or that we, you know, had to sort of sit with to kind of make it work. Um, so a lot of like, basically, 
any track that gets written starts in the studio for us. Like this is the first band that I've ever had that we like, we don't sit and jam things to get them going. Um, so Dave will generally kind of come up with an idea and he'll kind of really flesh that out initially in his, in his home studio. Um, and sort of, we'll maybe do like a, you know, verse chorus or something like that of an idea and send it through and go, what do you reckon? And if I like vibe straight away and send him something back, then all of a sudden he gets vibe and we sort of, he'll send me this complete track and I'll go off and record it and finish it. Um, which is quite cool. Like it's, it's a process that I've really been enjoying. Um, and it kind of, it means that it's not dependent on everyone having to be in the room at the same time, which I know, you know, has its benefits as well, but it also means that if, 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 you know, if inspiration strikes, boom, it's kind of, let's go get it down. Let's go make that happen and let's go do it. It's, um, so it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's different to what I've ever known before, but it's, it's one that I'm, I'm really digging and, you know, I'll, maybe come up with a vocal melody and I'll send it to Dave and he'll go, got it. Boom. He'll come up with something and send it back. And then I'll flesh out the rest of my idea and things like that. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's different, but it's cool. And I dig it. And I'm sure there's, there's lots of fans now, um, especially in COVID times uh, that have yeah. sort of taken on that idea, you know, had now have home studios and, and are doing this kind of thing and, and, and sending sessions around and files around and smashing ideas together and seeing how it all works, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, I can't tell you how many artists I've talked to that are in kind of the same boat as you where like, okay, lockdown's going to happen. So I'm going to either I've got some basic stuff or I need to go get some basic stuff. And then like you said, like the amount of stuff you can find on YouTube for free to learn is yeah. insane. So yeah. you can teach yourself GarageBand, Pro Tools, Logic, whatever it is. Are you going to have all the knowledge? No, but you can get a good, you know, base ground for it and go That's from there. That's it, man. You can get enough to start and then you can work it out from there. And then, you know, when you need something else, you can go back to YouTube and find that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible, well, I, man. Like, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go, dude. Okay. I was just going to say, and like for you, you know, having, you know, worked at studios and stuff, like you've even got that little network that, Hey guys, I, I know I need to do something to this. Can you tell me, you know, where I need to look or what, you know, what tool oh, I yeah, need to man. play with. And my, and my first like week of, of, of trying to like work out what the hell I was doing with this stuff. Like I was calling everyone that I knew, like owners of studios, uh, Dave and, and, and written by wolves. Um, everyone going, Hey man, I've, I, I can't work out how to make this work. Can you like, like just, <laughs> just stupid stuff. Like, why is this like bounce down and left and right? Why can I not get this to go together? Oh, you've got to click that or you've got to do that. Or why is my click track not working? I, you know, just stuff yeah. that I didn't really want to ask people because I didn't want to seem stupid, but I couldn't <laughs> right. work it out myself. <laughs> but that's kind of the, the best scenario too, though, right? Like, look, guys, I'm trying to better myself. Help me yeah. help you. Yeah. I'm really sorry that I'm going to give you some really stupid questions right now, but if I don't ask them, I'm going to look stupider later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, my degree is in computer applications and programming. So I took like tech support classes and stuff and right on. literally on the, you know, I always felt bad. Like we did the little like trial runs and, and whatnot. And the first question is always, is, is the computer on? Like, I don't think you're stupid, but I have to ask the question because you'd be amazed how many times people were like, oh, oh man, and, no, I didn't turn just, on the router. Like, I just thought when I plugged it in, like, nope. And that's just it. Like, how many times is the answer to that? Oh, no, it's not. Like, it's yeah. probably a lot, which is yeah. terrifying. Yeah, because these people are driving cars. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's right. They're doing all sorts of things. Like, right. just, 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 yeah, it's, it's, I mean, like, I understand it in like certain age groups and things like that. Like, I, um, like when we got, like, my grandma, when we got her set up with all sorts of things, like, I was video calling her all the time and like having to point things out on the screen. Like, right. Yeah. So that's a go up to this year. You're going there now. And and she'd be like kind of following my finger around, like trying to work right. out, which, which was awesome, man, because she was willing to learn and she did. And she absolutely, you know, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's got it under control now, but it's, um it's, it's, it's an interesting process trying to, uh, trying to go through that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and like you say, especially generationally, right? Like the, older generation not to you know totally throw them under the bus but they didn't you know come up with computers in school and stuff like that whereas you That's know i'm it. 36 and like, yeah and it, but even like so, when we kind of were coming up through school like it, it wasn't even you know it, just having the internet was a big deal um or right. especially like down here in new zealand you guys might we still got horse and carts and stuff you guys might be sweeping <laughs> over there in the u.s um, we, but we now, probably like, have a little bit better but yeah <laughs> i was the same way like i can remember like probably fifth grade sixth grade is when we finally got like normal i say normal yeah, internet like on a regular basis we had internet and it's yeah. like we i graduated with people in 2003 that they still didn't have internet at their house yeah, yeah. you know like it's crazy like i remember um we were actually talk- i was down with my my family a co- like a week or so ago and we were talking about just that i can't remember how it came up um but remembering the stories of like you'd be having some like a conversation with someone on msn messenger or something like that mm-hmm. and all of a sudden um dad would need to send a fax for work so you'd have to get off <laughs> Because you yeah. have to use the fax machine when you needed the line. Yeah. <laughs> and I know like we're we're dating ourselves right now. Like we got we gotta be careful, man. People are gonna yeah. be like, oh, these dudes are old. <laughs> yeah. Right. But no, like I I saw I'm a, a little bit ashamed to admit at 36 years old, I downloaded TikTok last week. Uh, I haven't made any of them yet, but you know, mm-hmm. I like watching the the funny ones and I'll probably yeah. start using it for the podcast. But um there was one that I saw that was like if you were born in the 90s, 80s, 90s, or early 2000s, anything pre-2010, you'll recognize this sound. And it was the sound of a dial-up modem. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> that yeah, hurts. It, it brings back like, um, it brings back like kind of weird memories, eh? like weird, like yeah. kind of a- anxious memories. Like for me, so I, I grew up on a farm. And so like our, our dial-up internet was always pretty rubbish as well. Um, yeah. And so like that sound was always like really anxiety provoking, like whether it was yeah. actually going to connect, like just sitting there going, come on, please. Yeah. <laughs> so but I hear like, that noise now and I just like get that same feeling. And, and people don't realize, you know, even some people that are roughly my age, like there was a different at the end, there was a different noise if it was connecting or if it wasn't. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't I've, got do the, it. All right. I've got the wrong noise. All right, start again. All right, we'll unplug it. We'll try again. Yeah. Yeah, and then you it just get on and then dad needs to send a fax. Come on, man. Yeah, and like, you know, especially nowadays, like we're in the, the age of instant gratification. And like there were times that we would spend 10, 15, 20 minutes just trying to connect to the internet. That's right. That is absolutely right. Is it all like trying to send that or download a song? 
I mean, oh. I know, I know it was illegal, and I didn't do any of that. Right? No, um, for sure. <laughs> no, I, I would not. I don't tell Lars uh, from Metallica that I ever used LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, no, he was going against Napster. He right? was, Napster, was Napster. Yeah. 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 See, half the audience, I'm not even going to know what the hell we're talking about right now. Man, we're, they're going to be like, "Who are these two old dudes?" Right. Um, uh, but yeah, like trying to download a song, and then it would take like a day to do it, and then it would finally download, and you got to play it, and you'd been punked. It was like something different, or or just yeah. a virus, and your computer yeah. was dead, and everyone hated you. <laughs> yeah. It, man, kids don't know how good they have it now. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> little, hey, your little bloody whippersnappers. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I know, but I mean that is just it, and we're talking about Spotify and things like that, and 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 you know the necessary evil and stuff like that, but. Man, right now I can I can just go in and go like you could tell me a band that you loved and I when we were you know when we were growing up we, we were similar ages and and I could go oh my god I forgot all about that and I can just in two clicks of a button have them up there and be reminiscing um, yeah. on that stuff whereas you know then you either had to try and download a track from 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 Napster or LimeWire or whatever or go and buy the album, which I know is, you know, the downfall of the industry is that people aren't going out and buying the albums. But <laughs> is it, you know, I, I, I kind of, you know, being an up and coming independent artist, we've got slightly different views on things because obviously it's about, it's about exposure and it's getting us out there. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love buying vinyl. I've got a giant vinyl collection um, that I just kind of, just kind of sit and look at most days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I think, I think you're right, you know, like the slightly older than us, you know, I would say like 40s and maybe early 50s really believe that when people stopped buying CDs and, and cassettes back in the day, like that's the end of the industry, like everything's yeah. going downhill. And it is and it isn't though, right? Like maybe oh, for totally. major labels, but for independent artists, it makes total sense. It's not worth spending the money to make physical copies of a CD and then yeah. turn around and sell 20 of them. That's right. That's right. And, and kind of have to deal with actually selling them and, and right. <laughs> shipping them and, and, and things like that. Um, which don't get me wrong. I love, like we've got, we've got boxes of vinyl that I love sending around the world. And, and, you know, I, I think one of the proudest moments for me in, in this band and, and probably in my musical career was getting our first our, our secrets album back on vinyl and just going yeah. this is this is incredible like ha holding the test pressing in my hand and going this is amazing but it's such a small part of what we do you know it's such a, it's such a tiny part of it now it's it's kind of like this this really really rad novelty and and being able yeah. to like have something to hold is like a a, a a memento like you might buy our cd and that's dope that you want to and that and that you love it but chances are you're probably going to listen to it digitally the whole time you know like you're probably gonna yeah. that's that's for you to have and hold and put in your collection but you're still going to listen to it on spotify or, or or whatever it is whatever your poison is right for sure and i you know i know i'm guilty of i'll go to a show and i'll buy the album so that i can get the album signed like yeah, the CD, right. especially like, yeah. you know, I'll get the CD signed. When I get home, it goes up on a shelf. It doesn't yeah. get played. It doesn't, you know, it, like yeah, you said, yeah, I go yeah. back to Spotify or whatever and play yeah. everything. Um, but again, you know, with this, with the digital age that we're in now, like you were kind of saying, somebody can recommend a band to you and you've got their whole catalog at your fingertips and you yeah. don't have to try to hunt down like 
oh, they they played, you know, at Audio Tree back in 2003. Good luck finding that album. Like, yeah, it's on Spotify. I got it. We're good. Like, yeah. I can hear that recording. And that's that's just it, man. And and how like it's kind of it's it, and this is going to sound pretty weird, but like it's quite almost frustrating when when a band's not on there like because maybe right. they broke up at the wrong time or you know things like that so case in point for me and, and um is i'm not sure if you remember a band called my american heart um mm -hmm. so my uh my last band before written by wolves five star fallout we we toured um the states for for three months or so back when in some time i can't remember <laughs> too long ago and we yeah. got to play a couple of shows on on um tour with quiet drive uh and just surrender and my american heart and i just fell in love with these bands um and so still kind of and but there was this particular album from my american heart hiding inside the horrible weather which i just so we we all you know after the shows we all did cd swaps and we took them home and then blah blah right. blah and i just was obsessed with this album and i obviously have since lost the album or don't have it on a computer or, or whatever but I went to find it because I was like, oh, my God, how good is this? How good is this album? And it's not there because obviously they broke up before it right. and they weren't on a label that, that kind of uploaded back catalogs or anything like that. It's not there. And I just love it. I, I do know it's on iTunes and I have bought it since. But, right. you know, you know that. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And it's yeah, it's 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 funny, like how kind of like first world problems, I suppose it is that when you, you like, when you love a band or you, or you want to be nostalgic and it was like a pre Spotify area era and they weren't like a major label that's uploading back catalogs or things like that. And it's just not there. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, back in the day, you can still kind of do it, you know, with like vinyl pressings and stuff, but it wasn't uncommon for bands to put out the same CD, but variant covers or whatever. Yeah. So then you were like, yeah, yeah. well, shit, I have to buy two copies of this album because I want the, I want the black cover, but I want that green cover too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to have yeah. the collection. Yeah. But like, yeah. so the, the amount of like weird like, kind of collectors editions you can find of things, or like weird bootleg pressings, or there's one story, um, and I'm not going to get the details entirely right, so it's <laughs> probably stupid that I should be um, suggesting it, but so i say go for it <laughs> the, yeah, yeah watch me get this wrong trust me do not fact check me here <laughs> um so the beatles uh one of their first albums um was kind of due to be pressed and that the record company with uh in the states i think um decided that they wanted to change something and one of the like the, the head of the record label down here in new zealand um kind of got a bit bullish and was was a bit annoyed and basically did this kind of pressing um of of a few of the songs or, or the way the album was was going to be prior um and just released it and ended up like getting absolutely destroyed and you know everything was recalled and stuff like that but so people yeah. like I, I i've i've torn this story to shreds and i'm so sorry because it's, it doesn't exist in my <laughs> brain the way that it's, it, it should be in its entirety right <laughs> get a chance go and look it up but long story short basically a head of a record label in new zealand pressed a beatles vinyl um that was uh that wasn't ending up released it was released right. in a different different form later on with different lead singles and things like that um and so it's this huge collector's edition because there's like hardly any of them like you can't find them um so like that but that's that's that kind of thing that you're saying like the stuff that you can find if you go through that you know from from an older 
a generation of like the, you know these gyms that you know there's maybe a hundred of or ten of or whatever from these insanely yeah. insanely famous bands um that you i suppose not going to get now unless unless you like maybe now we might stumble upon someone's hard drive <laughs> like, right <laughs> like if you want a real collector edition here's my um hard drive of demos i'll sign it and you can have that <laughs> yeah well and like um i forget how many years ago it was now but um Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails kind of did that with the whole, like, he was mad at the record label, and I'm going to butcher this story, too. Uh, he was <laughs> mad at the record label because they, like, contractually, he had to do something, and he didn't want to do it the way that that they wanted. So yeah. he was literally, like, they, they would go play shows, and he would leave, like, flash drives in the bathroom with different <laughs> songs on it so that people could find these flash drives with unreleased Nine Inch Nails songs whoa that is so rad yeah um and and like i'm glad that you butchered that story because i enjoyed it <laughs> right well i appreciate that um now somebody's going to fact check both of us and be like hey yeah, these was... are everything you got wrong yeah I'd, I'd love to know like how how many parts of the story i got wrong which is probably a lot it's probably not even new zealand i probably just completely made it up <laughs> probably wasn't like even that, the Beatles. Uh what do they call that the mandela effect where like <laughs> in my in your memory it exists a certain way but then like yeah, yeah. the real version is not like that at all yeah i reckon like people around me will tell you that i probably do that a lot <laughs> it happens um so <laughs> let's dive into um the newest single man let's let's talk about working with kellen and and kind of everything that went into this song because it's a very personal song for you lyrically right yeah man for sure so a, a big part of what um we've been trying to do and, and we've, we're kind of building on it in the in the coming sort of future like we've got some things on the way that we're sort of going to continue on but a, a big part of what we're trying to do now is is sort of be open about mental health and be open about sort of what we're feeling and it's become a big part of my writing um it's i suppose in a sense it's kind of become like music's kind of be is kind of like a form of therapy for anyone, I suppose, yeah. in, in in various in ways and realms and, and shapes and forms. And so, uh, it's it's become a big part of what I do and how I write. Um, and so this this track is kind of all about, um, I suppose, questioning like the role of fate in in the the dark times. You know, like we kind of talk about fate when it, things are good, like oh, it was meant to be, yay. But yeah, like the, the negative comments connotation of that is 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 pretty terrifying um but i suppose like the biggest kind of overriding sense and and, and thing about this song is, is about being able to kind of talk and and ask for help and be able to talk to and i suppose help me through the night um <laughs> to just <laughs> to just just throw the bunny ears out there but uh yeah it, that that's kind of what it's all about and and so that that's this is kind of a, a the, the the lead off i suppose of, of something that we're starting in the next month or so um so it, it will be part of an ep um and having obviously kellen on board was 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 mind-blowing like we kind of we were introduced through like an intermediary and, and he kind of came back straight away and went yeah I, I i dig the track i'm into it i'll um uh, i'll get you something back by the end of the week and literally that night he had all his parts done and sent through to us and we were just kind of yeah. it was it was another like I suppose, like I was saying, talking about life moments, like it was kind of one of those life moments, like playing, like getting these files and opening them and not, not really knowing what you're going to get or expect right. and hearing it and just hearing that voice, like sing our song was just, it was nuts, man. Like it was, it was so cool. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah I, and I, I mean, kind of... I, I was just going to say, you know, Kellen is, is one of those artists that a, he doesn't take on a project unless he really feels like it's something he wants to be a part of. Uh, but B like vocally, the, the guy is just crazy impressive. It's, it's nuts, man. And it's like, like kind of, he's got to have one of the most distinctive voices in the world right now. Like not just in rock, like, I mean, and obviously, you know, there's, there's, there's people in, in, in pop worlds and mainstream worlds that obviously don't know, but, but now that he's on a track with MGK, they're going to start to, um, right. But there's, you know, that dude opens his mouth and you know, straight away who it is like straight away. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is no mistaking yeah. that voice. That is Callan Quinn bang on from the first syllable you hear come out of his mouth, which is amazing. Like this, you know, this, there's not a huge amount of people you can say that about, which I think is pretty rad. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, obviously it's not, not your direct motives behind asking him to, to be a part of it, but like then the exposure for you as an up and coming artist to have Kellen Quinn on my, you know, on my oh. track, now look yeah. at all the exposure that's popping up. Sure, man. And I, I think for us, like to feel like we were, that we could be, you know, to even have the name used in the same sentence, like to be, for people to be able to say, right. oh, written by Wolves featuring Kellen Quinn or written by Wolves, we've got a track with Kellen Quinn. That's, that's nuts, man. Like we're just, you know, we're, we're this little band from New Zealand. You know, that's kind of, that's, that's pretty rad. Like it was, and, and like I say, like it was, it was like a real, like kind of life moment. And like, we were, we were so, so stoked that, that this cat would be willing to kind of be a part of our project, which is, it's, it's pretty cool, man. Like I, I like, I kind of can't say it any other way because I kind of like, it, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> yeah but it it's definitely a, you know it's got that sense of accomplishment for sure but then as well you know with with kellen and sleeping with sirens like this song specifically from you guys is right in his wheelhouse like yeah. he loves that emotionally driven rock and like yeah. you served it up on the silver platter for him that <laughs> hey man this is literally everything that you love let's see what you can do yeah and i and i think that's just it man like it was it was pretty cool to get the first email back and go wow this track like literally he said this track is fire so we just went that 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 in itself is 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 a is a um was was pretty amazing you know just just to kind of hear that and to know that he'd listened to our song and he liked right. it and then he sang on it like it's 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 pretty amazing man but yeah so we've kind of this 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 project is is gonna so the EP is called the collab project and there's there's kind of a little bit more that's gonna be attached to that but so there are more collabs on the EP and so there's a couple there's a couple coming that are that are that we are pretty pumped about like I I kind of like I've I've had some pretty rad email conversations with people in the last little while yeah. that I'm pretty excited to um to 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 show the world which you know will will be happening soon yeah and you know kind of going back into COVID like that was one of the huge things that did come out of COVID. If we're going to say there's any benefits to COVID, um, yeah. you know, the amount of guest features, everybody was at home. So like yeah. to link up with Kellen isn't as big of a deal in the sense of, well, he's on tour right now, so he's not going to have time to do yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. He's got time totally. to do stuff that, that yeah. he wants to do. But people are willing to work. With, I, I suppose it just goes to show how cool like music is and how like, how people are so willing to collaborate and be a part of things. So 
you know, like for the likes of Kellen to be to be willing to work with with it with a band the size of ours is is huge, and it and that's so amazing, you know, like that that someone's willing to do that, um, yeah, and and some of the things that have that have some of the tracks that have come out over the last little while because, like you say, because everyone was kind of stuck at home and 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 had nothing better to do. Like there's yeah. these creations and these things that have come out that we wouldn't have had otherwise, which is which is so rad. Like some of the some of the collabs that have that have come out recently and some of the things like uh um it's the uh there's a few tracks on the on the uh, the latest architects album and yeah. um, like just just huge stuff that you go, Oh, this is this is amazing. This is so rad. Yeah. Um you keep saying that you're a small band, but let's just put this in perspective for fans. <laughs> like you're you're definitely up and coming right like the last year has been crazy in growth for you guys um i think it's a pretty respectable number you're at about 357,000 monthly listeners on spotify uh right. sleeping with sirens for people that aren't aware somehow of who they are is at 2.2 million monthly listeners on spotify that's right so you know to grab someone like you were saying like someone that's got that kind of reach and has already made their their stand to That's come right. in and be like this is someone that i support like clearly he sees something in you otherwise he would have just sent the track back or not even lied to you, now, but just, like, you know it's, it's easy to, we all know how easy it is to not reply to an email <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah for but, sure but i think i think for that's sure. just it man like, uh, how how in this day and age do you get do you get seen and do you get found um you know like we were just saying how many amazing collaborations and how many amazing tracks have come out but but that's just it like if you look at your release radar every friday it is just jam-packed full of epic stuff right now so there yeah. is so much music I, I mean someone told me the stat of how many songs are being delivered to spotify every day and i i'm not even going to attempt it because i've already butchered <laughs> one story today and i'm not i'm not about to butcher another uh but it was it was phenomenal it's a phenomenal number um so how do you you know how do you get cut cut through and and it's not the overriding reason or the main reason why we've why we've taken on this the the, the collab project thing but man it's certainly going to be a, a it's certainly part of it isn't it to to, to yeah have for sure be able to see you and to be able to hear you and and sort of you know have have fans of that band be able to hear your track is is is, is amazing and it's you, you gotta you gotta cut through the noise somehow yeah and you know again like for for an artist like kellen to Part of it, I think, is just Kellen doesn't like to not be working, right? Like, that's got to be part of it, is he just wants to sing. He truly loves to sing. Yeah, um, he's got a crazy work ethic, man. He's, he's, uh, he's, and, and, but it's, it's, it's being supportive. Like, what a, what a right. guy that's willing to, to do that and jump on people's stuff and go, I've got this following. I think your track's dope, and I'm honored that you're going to ask me to sing on it, so let's rock it, which is... yeah. It's a, it's a real testament to the guy, man. And I think I think he deserves huge amounts of praise and huge amounts of props for what he's doing within the industry. Yeah, for sure. And I, I wasn't ignoring you. I was actually looking up the stat for you. Uh, <laughs> as of February 24th of this year, over 60,000 songs per day are uploaded to Spotify. That was, you know what? I'm I'm glad I didn't say that without knowing, but that was the number that was in my head, and and it's all well and good for me to say that now because I right. didn't have the <laughs> I didn't have the balls to come out and say it, but yeah, that's it's still, nuts, right? How yeah, crazy like, is that? That's an insane number. 
like yeah. so 60,000 songs I'm going to do quick math here um calculator <laughs> I thought when you said would, you were going to do quick math you were going to do it in your head <laughs> oh no way man <laughs> uh 365 days that is 21.9 million songs a year that are going up on Spotify that's crazy right but how cool like how cool that people yeah. like, that, that you can like and I, and I know like I'm saying like how do you cut through the noise and things like that but but just from a from a standpoint of like being able to create and being able to do things and have a platform to that people can go and find your music and so yeah. you, you know like a, a way that you can send to like everyone you know hey man I've just I've just written this track it's up here if you want to take a listen here's where you can go to find it you know rather than having a go oh i'd like to, to hear that and post them a cd or or you know email them a track or things like that like what a rad thing like i'm gonna and i know like there are there are there are obvious um issues with this system and 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 there are obvious sort of downfalls and and things like that but i i do think if it's um if it's kind of if it's part of the reason that there are that many songs happening, you know, if it's part right. of the reason that people's creativity is, is going nuts and going, well, I can record this and get it out. I think that's, you know, there's, there's a positive there. There is, there is, there is an upside. Yeah. I, I mean, I would totally agree. And um, one of my best friends and I literally every day we're sifting around Spotify and while we're at work, like, we will text each other, hey man, you need to check this song out and send Spotify links back and forth to each other. And like, I can't tell you how much music each of us has discovered off that, you know, like yeah. it's, yeah. and uh, not to date us again, but going back in the day, like, unless it was on the radio, you have to loan me that CD for me to hear that song. Or you knew a guy at a good CD store, you know, like, right. you know, like, so we, we, where I grew up, we had this, 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 and it's actually still there, surprisingly, this, um, this, this, like, independent cd store and the dude was passionate as hell and so he'd bring things in and you'd walk in and he'd know you and he'd be like man you should you got to check this out look what i've just got and you're gonna love this and things like that and that's that that was cool um yeah. but you know if you didn't have that you kind of didn't you know how did you find it and unless you yeah it there was you know, there were obviously other ways but it certainly was nowhere near as accessible so as i yeah. say for like a, for like for a band like me so even even my last band that i say that toured the states um like youtube was only really just kind of becoming a thing like we had right. we, we had all these music videos but we really they were kind of shot for tv in new zealand like there was yeah i think some of them we ended up putting on youtube just before we came to the states so that we could show them to record labels and things like that um but like to, to think that that we wouldn't have even you know that it wasn't enough of the of a thing then to um to to, to even put them on is, is quite crazy or even probably know how to put them on right. uh, but so we would we had to sit and and just constantly be sending things via myspace at the time to people to to, to promote our <laughs> shows when we were coming over because it's such a different it's such a different world now and and i know once again i'm dating myself but that's that's not that long ago like how quickly this industry has changed and, and how yeah crazy crazily connected it's it's become because of these things and these these things that we can do now yeah for sure and you know as great as it is for for fans too you know spotify has the the daily mix the release radar discover weekly like there's so many ways to find new music 
within mm -hmm. that. It's also mm -hmm. super huge for artists like yourself to network with these other bands and be like, hey, you know, Spotify thinks that we sound alike. We're thinking about starting a tour. Are you guys on? Like, let's do this. That's right. There's, there's so many ways to kind of be able to be in touch with people now and, and be connected. Like it is, and, and, and as far as like a band side of things, the connotations for that are just so huge. Um, you know, if you, if you can work out a time zone, you can have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, we, we kind of talked on, obviously we have to wait for the world to, to be ready for live music entirely, but let's say perfect world starting tomorrow, you know, COVID is, is enough factor. what's the, the perfect end of 2021 look like for you? Oh man. I mean, obviously for us, we would, we would absolutely kill to be um to be playing for you guys to be to be over in the states and 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 sort of i suppose thanking everyone for for, for the support that we've had so far and especially in, in recent times um like th there's a part of me that feels like we kind of owe it to our fans over there to, to get over there soon because that they, they've been diehard since we started um and they kind of you kind of picked us up early and, and and have followed uh all along which is which is crazy um so I mean, I you know, the the ultimate goal for me in any time the moment we can is is to get over there and and to be playing, um, and and obviously also to the UK and and, and Europe and Australia as well, um, who have been you know that you know they're the territories that are that are really really supporting us. Not to say that any of those aren't because that's as we say it's a, it's a global world now. It's a global industry. Like there's just right. you know there, there's people listening everywhere. There's you know like you say Romania is 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 hitting your podcast hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we want to play. We, we we want to get on the road, and we want to we want to be playing to you guys. I mean, I know, in the very near future, every band and its dog are going to be going out, so it's it's going to be a, a pretty flooded market. But the moment that we can, we're uh, we're very excited to be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's say you know that you get to set up your tour. We'll we'll let you set up your dream tour. You guys can open or headline. I don't care. But you're taking four bands with you. Who, who's this yeah who's this uh who's this bill gonna be can i like all right so it's it's it's, it's got to be a real one though right like it's got to be one no. that can physically Let, happen let's do let's do whatever if you if you want to bring in right. you know well, well, let, well let's let's get weird then like for first first of all i mean if, if, I, if i'm just going off like like bands that i'm i'm really vibing on right now um i mean bring me the horizon if it's been my favorite for for a very long time um they are like just i feel like what they are doing is um it's phenomenal like it's just yeah. like every time they do something different they change the game a little bit and and i think from from where i'm standing that's that's really inspiring um and it's something that does sort of inspire us a lot to kind of be weird and, and get different and do things like that so yeah. i mean if we, if we start like a if I can get on their tour to the States, we'll do that. Um, and who is coming with us? I mean, I suppose. All right. So, so let me put it, let, let's do it this way. So we, we, we got bring me in and architects doing a co co headline tour because that'd yep. be dope. And then we'll bring um, sleeping with sirens as well. So that every night we can sing, I can sing help, help me through the night with Kellen. And we, we, you know, get that, get that, get that fan experience yeah. where they get that, get the track. So that's, that's the four band bill. I yeah, assume we're sure. probably opening that. So it's probably silly of me to just, you know, to, to have put together a tour that I'm opening. But hey, I, I'm, just, I'm just glad to be on it. 
but yeah, I was going to say the, the bands that you named though, think about the level of exposure within that, you know? That's right. Um, yeah. We're, we're, and, we're, we're announcing this week. I'll drop the poster next week. <laughs> <laughs> that would I'm be just, just giving it away. It's all happening. It's real. I promise. <laughs> no, but you, you bring up a great point. And I, I've talked about bring me the horizon many times on this podcast for that exact same reason. Like Ollie and the guys have, have really changed what music, especially in the, hardcore heavy rock whatever you want to metalcore whatever genre they try to touch like they're not just opening doors they're knocking fucking walls down That's for people right, to come in and just be like hey we want to do something kind of like that but we didn't want to you know we were nervous yeah for and, god's sake he had he had baby metal on his album like what <laughs> and how how insanely rad is that track like it's yeah <laughs> I think it's just, that's just it. And, and it's kind of, it's, it's a similar ethos to what we've always tried to have in this band is like, do stuff that scares you, like do stuff that makes you uncomfortable. And we kind of, we have um, in the studio, we have this time that we, that we call magic hour. And it's usually like the hour before, like the session's about to finish and everyone's getting a bit tired and a bit crazy. And we always get really excited about what's going to come in a magic hour because it's when people start throwing out the weirdest shit they possibly can think yeah. of. Because um, it, 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 it's like, oh, we've got to go to home. So some people are like, oh, yeah, I'm getting excited about going home. And some of us are going, shit, I've got an hour to quickly come up with some ideas. <laughs> Do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And I think like that, that's that's kind of the beauty of of music now. And, it, and you know what? It's, it's probably a byproduct of um of the digital age in which you know things can be so accessible because right. you can do something and you can do it quickly and it can be out and and people's attention span if it doesn't work people's attention spans are so short they've probably forgotten about it in six months anyway um but, but i think i think that's that's one of the coolest things about it right now is you can do anything like yeah. you know you can do whatever you want change your sound tomorrow why not go back to it the next week yeah and i think you know kind of tying into that too with the changes that have happened in the digital age, like it's not on tape necessarily anymore. So you don't have to worry about, oh shit, like we can't mess this up. We don't have any more tape. It's yeah. it's a hard drive. Yeah, 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 We're yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. That, yeah that's it, right. You want to try something? Try it. If it doesn't work, delete or yeah. save it. And maybe it'll be cool in six months time. Who knows? What? But, like, you know, so many bands do those, the remixed albums now, right? Like, let's yeah. drop the album six months from now. Let's do, oh, here's our reimagined version of it. If people don't like it, they already got the version we really liked, you know, That's no big right. deal. Re-releasing something or doing something different with something is just, it's cool. And not everyone needs to like it. You've got, it doesn't change what happened in the original. <laughs> yeah. And no, I, I, I totally agree with you. So um that's everything i've got for you again i super appreciate your time uh what i want oh, to give you here though is you've got the last however long it takes you um obviously we're going to link all the socials and everything but tell people where they can find you and kind of what to expect online from you basically if you type written by wolves into anything that you go on so uh, anything that you use music or look at things or do things you're going to find us uh because uh, I've tried it and it's there's no there's no other bands by that name which is always good yeah <laughs> but that awesome. that's basically it you know youtube.com forward slash written by wolves facebook.com forward slash written by wolves at written by wolves and you are going to find us uh you're going to find um some kind of if, if you've never heard us before you're going to find some kind of 
some crazy stuff, a bit of mashups of genres. You're going to find uh, a bit of dance, a bit of kind of heavy rock, a bit of straight rock, a bit of pop, a bit of a bit of all of it. Um, we kind of try and throw whatever we can in, but hopefully whatever you find you like and you hit yeah. follow and you keep listening. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. <laughs> You're a legend, man. Thanks for having me. And that was my conversation with Mikey from Written by Wolves. Really hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I had a great time talking to him. And really appreciate, again, him taking the time to do that conversation um, and to be available, you know, to do that across time zones. Technically, I know, obviously, because of the time zones, it's a little different. but. You know, it was Friday, like mid-morning for him, and Thursday night for me. So, really appreciate that we were able to link up. And I definitely think you guys need to check out their new single, Help Me Through the Night, with Kellen Quinn. Um, You know, I've been a very big advocate for mental health, mental health awareness. Suicide prevention, addiction recovery, pretty much everything in that arena. Um, We've talked to a lot of artists about it, and this song very specifically is about that. Um, And I definitely want to thank Mikey for writing the song and putting it out there because, you know, it takes a certain level of, of vulnerability to talk about these struggles, even in a lyrical sense and put that out there for the world to really be a part of. And lastly, something new coming from You Make the Scene. Um, I've kind of made mention of it on social media before, but haven't given you guys anything concrete around it yet. Uh, But as of today, I've started sending out the the pitches and getting kind of things slated and scheduled. Uh, I will be starting a second podcast. So this podcast will continue. We're still going to have artists on. We're going to talk about their new music and their new projects and do the introductions and showcases and things like that, that we've been doing. Uh, But podcast number two is going to be a much more specific podcast. Uh, We are going to talk specifically about mental health and mental health awareness, suicide prevention, addiction recovery, all of those things. And I know we touch on it a lot in this podcast, but the big difference between the two is going to be that while this podcast is about artists, their music, their new projects, things like that, the Second podcast, which I've got a name, I think, but I don't want to give that away yet. Uh, The second podcast is going to be focused on mental health and mental health awareness. Um, And while I'm sure we're definitely going to talk about their music and how they use it as a coping mechanism or a therapy of sorts and things like that, uh, I want to give artists the chance to 
openly, honestly, and vulnerably talk about their mental health battles, you know, things that they've been through, past experiences, and and things like that, um, without the veil of of lyrics. So, you know, it's easy for a lot of people to hear a song that's about depression or mental health or whatever and just kind of write it off or assume that the artist was just trying to write a song and it it's not real life it's not real struggle um you know they're they're an artist they're doing what they love they can't be upset or sad or whatever and that's just not true you know we've lost some incredible musicians to mental health when they were on top of the world um so I'm really looking forward to this. We're getting some really cool guests lined up. Uh, what I'm going to do on this podcast, the second podcast, will be a two times a month uh, release schedule. Um, I believe we're looking at Mondays right now, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. Uh, but mainly what we're wanting to do is make that one more of a traditional season style so instead of being 52 weeks you know and it just rolls on and continues and continues um it's going to be ideally 24 episodes maybe a few bonus episodes in there and things like that um that'll deal with maybe specific topics or who knows you know maybe maybe an artist comes out with a very mental health centric album or video or something and we you know hit them up about that specifically as well but basically we're going to do 24 episodes for season one uh and then next year would be season two we would do 24 episodes again give or take we may have some bonus episodes but it will not be weekly it's looking like probably the first and third week of the month. Um, again, I'll get more details on that stuff as we get it finalized and slated. But I'm really looking forward to it, and I really hope you guys um, partake in it and enjoy it. And, you know, listen to these stories, because I've said it a thousand times that these musicians, as cool as they are, are still just people at the end of the day, and they still struggle with the same things that you struggle with um, mentally and and everything. So that's everything for this week, guys. Um, really looking forward to bringing you some incredible content soon. Um, this conversation with Mikey was up there for me as well. And yeah, I just want you guys to... Uh, be be safe, be smart, be, you know, open, honest, vulnerable, and let's take a listen together for the new Written by Wolves song called Help Me Through the Night with Kellen Quinn. Remember, guys, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and you make the scene.
Tell me this is blind fear Look me in 